Hello and welcome to the History of Fun, where we explore the hidden backstories behind the things you love to do. My name is Russ Frustick, and I'm joined by Allegra Frank. Hey, Allegra. Hello, Russ. How's it going? Pretty good, Russ. Glad, <laughs> glad to hear it. We're also joined by Chris Plant, who has not been, been with us for quite some time. Many moons have passed. Um, there was a new moon, there was a blue moon, there was a super moon. All of them passed with Chris Plant not being here, but he has returned uh, like Gandalf in the second Lord of the Rings movie mm. at the turn of the tide. Mm-hmm. Welcome back, Chris Plant. Thank you. It, it, is Gandalf not dead at that point? Isn't that like ghost golf? White Gandalf. Gandalf mm. the White. Um, Chris Plant, what were you doing in your absence? I had a baby. Well, I didn't That's... have a baby. My wife had a baby. And I was <laughs> present for it. And, and now, uh, now was I'm it just everything you imagined, fun wise? Would you um, say it deserves its own version, uh, episode of the history of fun? Fun is a, f- a funny word um, that I would not use for it. Um, I would call it uh, equal parts miserably exhausting and uh, miraculous, existentially miraculous, in that <laughs> I uh, no longer, when I'm in the shower and I have that moment of uh, epiphany that I'll die one day and my life will have not mattered. I now think, well, maybe this kid will do something in my place. Wow. Yeah. Well, you know what? I have that same feeling back <laughs> in the year 1997 yep. when I, I too, raised someone from nothing <laughs> and brought them up. And that person was actually an egg creature uh-huh. called Tamagotchi. <laughs> Interesting definition and- of person. Uh, you know what? I don't judge. Uh, you know, just because you live in an egg doesn't mean you're not a person. Mork taught us that, as did Mork's child. Um, and uh, today we're going to be talking about Tamagotchi. Did either of you guys have a Tamagotchi? I had the Pocket Pikachu, which was basically okay. the Pokemon ripoff of Tamagotchi, which was like... Yeah, it was yellow. It was like a... Oh, no. It was in a Pokeball? It was yellow. No, it was yellow. So it basically looked exactly like a Tamagotchi, but was yellow. And then you had a really bratty Pikachu to take care of. And it it had a pedometer. So you it was more about walking than uh, Tamagotchi were. Which means like it was more about shaking because I was not going to walk around. Oh, my my gosh. So good to know Allegra should not be babysitting anytime soon. (laughs) Um, Plant, did you have one? I had both. I, I had a pocket Pikachu. But more importantly and uh, relevant to this podcast, I did. I had, uh, I think, two different rounds of Tamagotchi because, Whoa. as I'm sure you'll get into, they kind of changed them uh, they did. throughout time. And I also had, I thought it was a Neopet, but maybe it wasn't. There were like ones that you, it was a knockoff brand that you, they fought each other and they could connect. Um so you're on yeah, the playground. Yeah, there's been a number of, of knockoffs. Um, we won't go super in-depth with those, but uh, someone on Twitter did mention that there was one where they would do karate against one another. Yeah, those were nice. <laughs> yeah, but not as nice as the original Tamagotchi, was, which was created in the good old year of 1996 uh, by a, a woman named Aki Mehta. Um, Aki came up with this idea. She was working at Bandai. And um, she was watching a commercial one day, and on this commercial, she saw a little boy, and the little boy wanted nothing more in the world than to bring his pet turtle to school, but the school would not let turtles in. <laughs> and, and Aki was, was drawn to tears, but in those tears, she came up with the greatest idea known to mankind, and that was Tamagotchi. 
Was it um, like specifically an anti-turtle policy or just no animals? I, it was a commercial. So honestly, it's really up to the ad executives <laughs> what they wanted to focus on. But I would guess probably no animals allowed in school. This isn't uh, a Miyazaki movie. <laughs> um, so uh, Aki was not much of a designer or programmer. So she brought on Akihiro Yokoi. And the two of them basically formed a super group that was going to create the Tamagotchi. Now, do either of you guys know where the Tamagotchi name comes from? Uh, I know in Japanese, Tama means cat. Okay, not relevant, but good, good factoid that might come up later. <laughs> Is that Tama like T-A-M-A? Yeah. Okay. That's all I know. Well, I, I mean, I would have guessed it was cat got, got a cat. Gachi maybe means got. Even though <laughs> any Japanese language is not derivative of Latin, I'm still going to say that gachi means got and Tama means cat. It means okay, got a so, cat. Yeah, so Plants Guess is got a cat. Um, mm-hmm. Close. Uh, so Tamago, I don't think that pronunciation is correct. It's probably something else, but Tamago, spelled that way. Uh, means egg in Japanese. Yeah, that was going to be my other guess. Tamago. Oh, it, is it. she oh, like tamago. a diminutive? Very good. <laughs> Wait, what? I knew we kept you around. <laughs> um, and Tamadachi, do you know what that means, Allegra? Uh, that means friend, Tomodachi. Yes. So what do we have? Egg friend. Egg friend. Who doesn't <laughs> want an egg friend hanging out with them? Uh, that is indeed what Tamadachi means. It means egg friend. It is a portmanteau of those two words. And it's kind of... I don't know. That brings a lot of warmth to my heart. I like that because I love eggs. Friends are whatever. <laughs> Me too. But but I like to eat eggs. I don't like to make friends with them. Uh, that's true. I get kind of sad when I eat eggs because I do make friends with them first. Terrifying. Um, okay. Are you guys ready? So we, we've got the name. We've got the concept. It's time for the origin story. Now, this is the in-universe Tamagotchi, uh, Tamagotchi, I should say, explanation for where they came from. Any, any, do you guys have any clue? Mm, like, wait, that, oh, they came from a UFO. <laughs> okay, yes, they came from a UFO. That is, that is good. But actually, somebody brought them here. <gasps> yep. And his name is Professor Bonzo. So it, it seems that Professor Bonzo was a hopeless romantic and kept getting dumped. And after the hundredth time that he got dumped, no. he was wandering around the Sumida River in no. Tokyo, Mm-mm. feeling really bad about himself. Nope. And he heard something <laughs> fall in the water. Nuh-uh. And he went to look at it, and under the water was Mm-mm. a UFO full no. of strange alien creatures. That's bad. So he ran back to his lab and uh, built these little egg-shaped protection cases mm. to keep the aliens alive because out in, out in air, as we all know, aliens just die instantly. So he created little egg houses for them, and that's where the Tamagotchi live, and that's, that is the true origin story of where uh, Tamagotchi are from. Here's I have, thing. yeah, go for it. I just want to say, the egg house part, cute. I'm on board. Sure. But everything leading up to that, I have too many questions. No, that's not true. I have one question. <laughs> He's been dumped a hundred times. Makes me think the problem is him. You know? I mean, don't get me wrong. People get dumped, but the fact that he was never the dumper, always the dumpy, a hundred times, you know, it, it, it raises questions about who this man is 
who is then finding a UFO just coincidentally after the hundredth dump time. <laughs> There's a, a lot of red flags. Don't you think that's a sign? Like that's like in a Rob Reiner picture, this would be like the perfect way to start okay. things off. So here's the other thing. His instinct, and I think this probably speaks to the way he led his relationships. Mm. He finds these creatures. Yeah. His first instinct is, I am going to cage them. <laughs> They would have died. Mm-hmm. That's but how he, he was keeping them alive. They were in a UFO. How yeah, long were they it, underwater? <laughs> they're yeah, going to be fine. They, they don't need really that. <laughs> um, yeah, so so that's that's where they came from. Professor ba- Bonzo shared them with the world. Um, and uh, the um, Tamagotchi, as we know, it came out in 1996 in Japan, and the rest of the world got it in 1997. So that's probably where we all started seeing it first. Um, as we all know, it's a, a plastic egg on a keychain, pretty typical. Um, now, in the uh, instruction manual, the original Tamagotchi instruction manual, we know that we are the caretaker for a genuine Tamagotchi, which is a cyber creature. So this is adding to the mythos of Tamagotchi. They call it a cyber creature who traveled millions of miles from its home planet to learn what life is like on Earth. So it like, seems that they didn't do much research because they can't really live on Earth. But. <laughs> wait, wait, you know what this is? Mm. It's the ending of AI. We're like, okay. we created artificial intelligence, right? Sure. And then like it got beyond us and it expanded outwards into the universe. And then presumably it comes back to like research us. But in like this scenario, it can time travel? Wasn't it the robots in AI? Yeah, but like those the robots, robots. Are, I, I assume so. Some people say they're aliens. Those people are wrong. Yeah, well, I think the Tamagotchi uh, probably uh, had a stronger finish than AI did, to be wow. honest. Well, I'm curious. <laughs> I'm curious. Okay, so like Professor Bonzo mm-hmm. rescued these guys from like underwater, rescued, yeah, sure. quote unquote. How did he get from like, oh, I'm going to house these little friends to being like, I'm going to give these guys away to random people? How did no, that not happen? give, sell, capitalism. Sell. <laughs> yeah, yeah what, uh, who, who said anything about giving them away? Um, yeah, no, he, uh, he needed to share them with the world, but there's a lot of overhead. The egg cases alone, those like metal keychains. Mm-hmm. Um, all the food that you need to feed your Tamagotchi, like all that stuff costs money, Allegra. <laughs> yeah, Bonzo's no bozo. Well, no, why did he take on the Tamagotchi then? He shouldn't have brought them out of the water. Well, it's clear that he had nothing else going for him at that point. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, do you guys remember how to play Tamagotchi? Like what you were doing? Yes, you. So you like had. You had to clean up the poo when it yep. pooed. And you had, a, you had an amount of time to do that before it, like, soured and made them sick, I think. You also had to feed them when they were hungry. And there was a entertainment metric. And, like, you did that by, like, playing a mini game. And I think you had yeah, to balance wow. those Plant, three. Plant remembers a lot about Tamagotchi. Um, there was indeed a mini game. The mini game was thrilling. Uh, <laughs> it involved guessing which way the Tamagotchi would turn left or right within five tries. And if you did that, you won, and it became happier. <laughs> um, and the important thing to remember is that the better you did at all these things, taking care of it, what have you, the Tamagotchi would grow smarter and less demanding as an adult creature, which is kind of funny because you're basically playing it super intensely to play it less in the future. That is your reward. 
is to interact with it far less. I mean, isn't uh, that like so many of the uh, kind of like iPhone games of the present, right? Or or just yes. like building Sims in general, like you optimize mm-hmm. so that you don't have to play the game. Yeah, getting rid of the uh, detritus of the game is is very important. It does also sound like, forgive me, plant, but raising a child, right? Like mm, you're investing, <laughs> you invest literally all of your time and then some into like a baby, and then by the time it's an adult, you don't talk to them anymore, or they don't talk to you, rather. <laughs> Just a little little uh, <laughs> spoiler. You. You're giving me a lot to look forward to right now. Like, <laughs> well, actually, this is relevant because Plant talked about the the pooping mechanic. So um, I don't know if you you mentioned that you like you had to hit a button, um, and uh, if you didn't do that, they got sick. So the so the hook of this is they'll like make stink lines. Like, uh oh, they're gonna poop because I guess they just farted as a tamagotchi. And if you hit the toilet button, they will use the toilet instead. And if you keep doing that, eventually the pet will be potty trained. The Tamagotchi will be potty trained. So again, I think that's probably the method to use for human babies as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just I think like... I remember that just causing me like extreme anxiety because I could like start doing that on a Saturday and Sunday and do nothing but watch my Tamagotchi. But then going to school on Monday and being like, yo, how am I going to pull this Tamagotchi out with nobody seeing it constantly so I can make sure that I'm training it to potty? Uh, in the in the in the poo poo bin, yeah, it required a lot of attention, especially in those first couple of days. Which again, like like for a puppy or a baby, like it's a lot of work just for a couple of days, and then it gets much much easier after that. So it's totally reasonable. Uh, okay, we're we're gonna talk about a downer subject now. Okay, there is death. <laughs> there is death. Death in Tamagotchi. Why? Um, why did they do that? So I mean, like. Okay, Tension, sure. Man. Bonzo like came up with this, but like let's be honest with ourselves. There's no Bonzo. Somebody designed this. And sure. somebody was like, okay, I'm gonna make a thing for kids. They're gonna get very attached, and <laughs> then I'll kill it. I like since I never had an actual proper Tamagotchi, I still don't totally understand when they die, like, do you have to get a new Tamagotchi? Like, how does that work? Um, okay, so you you basically start from scratch when they die, but this is the process for for death is if you don't take care of them very well, they will die. But they can also die of old age. Um, And if the old uh, Tamagotchi dies without producing any offspring, the family line has ended. And that's the end. You have to start like completely from scratch. Now, the Japanese Tamagotchi version featured a ghost when they died, as well as a headstone. The English versions, I guess they felt like, like Americans couldn't handle something that intense. So they just show an angel uh, at death, or sometimes they'll show like the UFO to indicate that it went back to its home planet, which is kind of <laughs> funny because it's like to his home planet. Oh my god! <laughs> well, he's just like f this planet. Like things haven't wor- really worked out. Um, so then he just bails, which Bonza has got to be pretty bummed about. <laughs> now I want a Poochie Tamagotchi. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, so in less than a year, this is seven within seven months, how much had the Tamagotchi made? Oh, less than a year. This is when it is it in only Japan at this point? No. Within seven months, it is being sold in 30 countries. I, I'm going to guess $25 million. Hmm. Allegra? Uh, can I ask how much they cost, or is that cheating? Cheating. 
Dang. Okay. I'm going to say $50 million. $150 million in retail sales. Okay. I was closer. <laughs> I win. Which is an astonishing amount. It is a massive, massive su- success. Congrats to uh, Aki Meta, uh, who absolutely crushed it in terms of creating a um, a total phenomenon on, on the level of like a Pokemon Go. Um, so much so that they gave her no bonus and no promotion for her idea. What? Bandai basically just continued to lock her in uh, the basement that she was working in in the marketing department. Um, and uh, yeah, she stayed there for quite some time. She did, however, talk to Time Magazine, and Time Magazine uh, did an interview with her uh, at the peak peak of its success, Um, and at one point, Time Magazine asked her what her husband thought of her idea, and it's an enormous success, and uh, Maida said, we don't talk about it at home. He just says, gambate, which which translates to... Keep it up. <laughs> so, so that's the standards uh, that Aki Meta's husband uh, had set for her. You did pretty well on this initial idea. We could do better. Oh. Uh, yeah, but she, she had no um, razor bonus from Bandai. Uh, she did, however, win the Ig Nobel Prize for Economics in 1997 for the Tam- Tamagotchi. Uh, are you guys familiar with the Ig Nobel Prize? No. So uh, it's like the Nobel Prize. It has the same categories as the Nobel Prize, but generally they reward uh, different types of categories, uh, different types of things, uh, the awards. In her case, Tamagotchi won for, quote, diverting millions of person hours of work into the husbandry of virtual pets. So, so it's kind of like the Razzies or something to the Oscars. It, it's, it's sort of like the Razzies. They are actually a little bit classier insofar as it does actually highlight uh, actual science, but it's usually kind of kookier looks at science. Uh, for example, in tw- uh, 2017, another uh, Ig Nobel Prize winner in physics, uh, Marc Antoine Fardin, uh, won for using fluid dynamics to probe the question, can a cat be both solid and liquid? <laughs> So, yeah, she won one of those. Um, we, we've talked about it a little bit in the past. Uh, there have been many, many versions of Tamagotchi. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily count the Pikachu, although it is obviously inspired by Tamagotchi. Uh, Plant, you mentioned um, you tried one. That yeah, was like I, I could have sworn it was Neopets, but maybe I'm... Okay, might have been might Maybe have been I'm Neopets. getting it all mixed up. Um, the, the biggest... Um, there was So Tamagotchi came out in 1997 worldwide, um, the next big jump for the Tamagotchi was the Tamagotchi Connection. Now, mm. this allowed two Tamagotchis to connect to one another via infrared, and it allowed you to give gifts, to play games, and most importantly, to mate with other Tamagotchis. <gasps> yes. Dating yeah. sim. It was essentially a dating sim uh, <laughs> with your friends. Basically, the only um, allowable game... That allows mating for elementary school kids to play. Um, it allowed you to record up to 50 friends and I guess mate with 50 friends. So that's pretty thrilling. That's a nice recess right there. When you phrase it like <laughs> that, it is extremely disturbing. Mate with 50 friends. <laughs> well, they allowed it. What, what can you say? Uh, th- things evolved from there. There, were, there have been an astonishing, probably like a dozen or so um, different kinds of specifically Tamagotchi releases. Uh, one that stood out to me was the Tamag- Tamagotchi Music Star, 
this let your Tamagotchi grow up into a performing uh, and eventually go into a performing arts school for Tamagotchis and they would join a band. And once you're in this band, you would perform for judges. And remember, this is a band made up of Tamagotchis. You'd perform for judges. And if the judges said no, that you did not, uh, I guess, succeed at whatever they were judging, you would have to do street performances and busking until you could try again. Wow. So it's an honest portrayal of uh, the music scene, even for Tamagotchi struggle in this day and age of Spotify. Uh, the good news is if you, if they say yes, you get the debut as in a professional band. So thankfully. Um, can I tell you that I just remembered the best one I had? Oh. So there were Digimon were the things I was thinking about. Yeah, I thought you might mean Digimon. Like, digital Way monsters. Early Digimon before like it became a whole thing. I've been told they have more power. Uh, sure. <laughs> the The other thing, though, that I loved nano fighters oh and you could have supreme sumo who was like a sumo dude or you could have rough rider who looked like a wwf style fighter and they would like battle were those the ones would they snap together yeah both both digimon and nano fighter snap together also i feel bad for nano fighter because Talk about being the the one brand that didn't take off. Oh, or Nano Fighter. Um, did you go? Uh, did you guys know that in 2017, the original Tamagotchi was re-released onto the world? Yeah, I, I think there's a story about that on Polygon.com. Actually, there actually is. Our yeah. own Julia <laughs> Alexander tested and wrote about the re-release of the Tamagotchi. I feel like it was not the phenomenon that they were hoping for. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were trying to kind of cash in on the nostalgia of it. But uh, I, I, I pulled a, a quote from our own Julia Alexander talking about it. Uh, apparently, she had uh, started taking care of one of them, uh, who she named Egg, very creative of <laughs> Julia there. And here's this quote. At the time of this writing, I don't know where Egg is. <laughs> I think the little white egg may be deep in the pocket of a pair of jeans waiting to be washed, sitting in the corner of my room, I haven't thought much about Egg today, but upon reflection, I do feel a strange twinge of guilt over its fading life. <laughs> R.I.P. Uh, very sad. Uh, was, uh, another person that we really can't have um, doing any babysitting for a little Chris Plant. Um, I mean, I, I, I feel like Tamagotchi, it, it, releasing it now does not make sense. Because the thing that people like now is like, uh, what's Niko Atsume? Nekoatsume, yeah. The cats. Yeah, thank you for that correct pronunciation. <laughs> but yeah, like it's like even less of an effort, mm-hmm. and it's more about like I want to decorate that house. Yeah, like oh. Nekoatsume, you don't have to check in. Like games like that, where it's like oh, I could show up, and maybe the cats are there, or maybe not, whatever. Yeah. And then when like they are you want to go like, one cute. way or the other, yeah, like that or or Animal Crossing. Hmm. Yeah, well, over over the years, they have added, like, house customization. You could buy gifts for them, and, like, gotcha. Uh, there was a thing called, like, gotcha points, and you'd spend the gotcha points to, like, buy them stuff. So it did evolve, but you're right. It's it's kind of, In the smartphone era, it's kind of hard. Um, there's a lot of competition. And and I'm going to be straight. The Nintendogs are far cuter than a Tamagotchi ever was. Ugh, yes. Love them. Miss them wherever they are. <laughs> So we're going to talk now about the most 
valuable <laughs> version of Tamagotchi there is. The rarest of the Tamagotchi. I'm sorry. Can we just talk about the idea that like <laughs> somebody's in like Miyamoto's office and he's like, oh, excuse me. I, I need to go use the restroom. And then like they're sitting across from his desk and they hear like a sad whimper and they like hear it again and they like get up they're unsure if like Miyamoto's gonna come out of the bathroom and they look under his desk and there's just like a hundred Nintendogs locked in a cage crying <laughs> just everyone's missing unplayed with Nintendogs and then you like reach to open the cage and right as your finger touches it the, the bathroom door flies open and it's just Miyamoto staring at you with like a baseball bat in his hand <laughs> Maybe that's that how you become like a Nintendog. Once you find his his secret Nintendog cage, he brutally transforms you into a digital <laughs> puppy and traps you in his his desk bin. Oh no! And once he collects enough, he can release Nintendogs again. That's the dream, Nintendog Switch. Oh, man, um, that makes a lot man. of sense. My Nintendog must be so filthy somewhere. It makes me very, very sad. <laughs> uh, okay, we're going to talk about the rarest uh, Tamagotchi there ever was. Um, we, we've talked a little bit on the show about super rare versions of games uh, that people have saved or toys that people have saved, and now they, they're, they're reaping the rewards. They've been sitting on this thing for 20 years, and things are looking up. What do you guys think the rarest and most valuable Tamagotchi there is today? And how much is it worth? Uh, I'm going to say it's probably worth like something ridiculous, like $50,000 or something. Maybe that's a huge number. And I bet it's like some employee only Tamagotchi or like encased in gold. (laughs) Plant anything? Um, ooh, I'm gonna guess that, I mean, maybe just the original prototype. Ooh, yeah. No, uh, <laughs> it seems that the most valuable, uh, uh, Tamagotchi is called the Devil Gotchi. Uh, <gasps> it is, uh, so apparently they did a release of the Angel Gotchi, which was a Tamagotchi that was an angel. I don't know if these could die, because I guess they're sort of, like, undead, <laughs> but, um... Yeah, so the Devil Gachi was like the more extreme bad boy version of the Angel Gachi. And um, one recently sold for $360. What? <laughs> Seems that investing in Tamagotchi was not the best long-term strategy, similar to Happy Meal Toys. Probably not the best, uh, you know, maybe invest in your IRA instead, <laughs> is all I'm saying. <laughs> wow. I mean, $360. Oh, wait, you still haven't told me how much a Tamagotchi costs. Oh, what do you mean today? Uh, like when it came out, how like much a normal did it cost? One? Yeah, when it so th- when it released, it was fifteen dollars. Okay, uh, that was last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think when it originally released, it was twenty dollars, but I don't have that in front of me, and I'm scared to type. <laughs> <laughs> Can okay. I share a piece of trivia about the Amo- angel? <clears throat> Sorry, the angel Tamagotchi. Sure. Um, that it only had one song on it, and it was uh, it was Shaggy. What? You're my angel. You're my darling. Tom, uh, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say Shaggy did not make that song famous. <laughs> it was definitely Shaggy. No. Shaggy, Angel, featuring Ravon. That was not the original version of that song, Chris Plant. Who did the original? I don't know, but it was not Shaggy. <laughs> no, not you're my, the angel of the morning. 
Yeah. No, I'm saying you're my angel. You're my darling angel. Yeah. Closer <laughs> than my peeps. You are to me. Oh, oh. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, no, you're uh, shaggy. Okay, that is, a, I guess, a completely different song. You're right. I was a fool. Um, okay, that pretty much takes us up to today. I did want to highlight some of the uh, sources um, for this uh, episode. I want to highlight Tomatalk.com, <laughs> which is all about Tamagotchi and its origins, as well as uh, there's a great article on a website called News Talk uh, talking about the Tamagotchi when it turned 20 years old, as well as the Tamagotchi Wiki which is very robust in its information if you want to read all about the Tamagotchi, uh, including all about Dr. Bonzo and his sad, sad life. Um, and we've come, ordinarily we, we uh, at this point, we would have come to the end of our show, but we are adding a brand new segment to the History of Fun. And I'm going to call it Reader Only Memories. <gasps> I love that. Now, mm. it is a podcast that people listen to, so it should probably be listener-only memories, but then we lose the read-only joke. <laughs> so we're going to stick with reader-only memories, and, and now we come to reader-only memories. People have shared uh, on Twitter, I uh, put the word out uh, asking for people to share their own personal <coughs> Tamagotchi stories. So we had a number of them, quite a number of great stories. So I, I picked out a few of my favorites. Uh, this one is from Twitter user BeArbitrary. After a year, I lost interest. In, uh, this is talking about the Tamagotchi, obviously. After a year, I lost interest, and it randomly restarted from my drawer. I couldn't figure out how to silence it, and eventually got so frustrated with the alarm clock-like beep that I couldn't turn off that I took it outside and smashed it with a hammer. <laughs> Very satisfying. <laughs> I like <Grim>. that. <laughs> um, we, we talked earlier about people um, bringing them to school, Chris Plant bringing them to school. Obviously, a lot of schools ban them. Um, Shinra Electric, Final Fantasy fan uh, that they are, mentioned um, they got banned at my elementary school after winter break. When we all came back, um, uh, oh, they got banned uh, uh, after a winter break when we all came back with them. The classrooms were just filled with a beeping as people forgot to feed them, and uh, it basically turned into an auditory hellscape. So they got banned that year alongside Heelys, which also got banned. Mm, I remember Heelys. I never got to use Heelys. I was too old, and they are the coolest, and I wish I could have gotten to use them. Mm, you didn't miss much. Are there, are there adult Heelys, and can, can I rock them? <laughs> I think you could rock them, actually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we have another um, tweet here from Hash Brown Warrior. I still remember uh, when mine died for the first time. I hadn't yet figured out that I could change its clock so that it would sleep while I was at school. They passed away while I was walking in the park with my mom, and as I looked up, I saw a, ho I saw a <laughs> hawk soaring in the sky. Deaf cried. <laughs> <laughs> Very emotional. Uh, we, got, we, got, we have two more here, one from uh, Gerald's Beard. In our youth, my sibling and I had Tamagotchi for weeks and we would let them visit each other in the hopes that they'd have a baby, and finally they did one night, and we were both very hype about our new baby. <laughs> uh, I don't know how I feel about this one in particular, because you see the, you see the dilemma that I'm faced here. Yeah. <laughs> it just, I don't know. Wait, so We're, when you have a Tamagotchi baby, like, is it in both of your Tamagotchi, or only one person gets to take care of the baby? I don't know how that works, actually. Yeah. 
Maybe it's like split custody. Yeah, I was like, who has custody to do? They have to do like a Kramer v. Kramer situation to figure mm. out. Yeah, that's very dramatic. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going we're gonna to end it with a, a heartwarming story from Gin Fizzes on Twitter. My dad did a little heart surgery on mine. He told me that he'd give it anesthesia, then took it up into another room, all wrapped up in a blanket, opened it up, removed the sound chip, and returned it to me safe and sound. The operation was a success. <laughs> it's very sweet. That brings, that warms the cockles of my heart. Uh, people really cared about their Tamagotchis until they very much didn't two weeks later. <laughs> um, and uh, it was a phenomenon, but now it's, it has passed us all by. <sighs> R.I.P. Anyway. Can, can I tell R. you R. how I think Tamagotchi. we'll bring it back? Are you ready for this? What? It's big. Near a Tamagotchi. It's a Tamagotchi <gasps> starring exclusively near characters. <laughs> and and if you if they die, I don't know if you play near, but you will feel bad. <laughs> You'll feel <laughs> real bad. <laughs> Good to know. I'll I'll be sure to avoid that because I don't like getting sad. So I just cut all that stuff out of my life. But you shouldn't cut this podcast out of your life. Mm. This podcast is called The History of Fun, where we explore the hidden backstories behind the things you love to do. Uh, today we did Tamagotchi. Tomorrow, who knows? Actually, tomorrow, nothing, because we release weekly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but next week, who knows? Uh, thank you to everyone who submitted um, questions on Twitter. They were great, or answers, or memories on Twitter. They were awesome. Um, as always, if you want to uh, spread the word about the podcast, we really appreciate it. We are doing gangbusters, no joke at all. We, we've been doing amazingly well uh, lately. Tons of new listeners, subscribers. We really, really appreciate all the support. Uh, we'd love to have more. So uh, spread the word. Make sure you let everyone know, as well as uh, rating it on Apple Podcasts. And uh, yeah, listening on your favorite uh, podcasting app. We really appreciate it. Anyway, thank you, Allegra. Thanks. Thanks, Chris Plant. Thank you. And thank you at home. Goodbye. Goodbye.